Welcome to another episode of My Dad's Stories. Thank you for joining us um, for another conversation between me and my dad. Hey, Dad, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good for this fine early morning. Yeah, Monday morning. Monday morning. <laughs> yes. Happy anniversary, by the way. Thank you very much. 31 great years. 31 years, yeah. yeah. Do you have anything special planned with Mom? We're just going to... Uh, maybe take a little road trip. Yeah, today? Maybe, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like one of your favorite things to do. <laughs> yeah. Take the dog, pack a picnic maybe, and go for a little drive in our state. And yeah. Just check out some areas, yeah. Just wander. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was thinking, you were the youngest child in your family, and uh, yeah. so so was I. I'm also the youngest mm-hmm. So I think we have a lot of common, <laughs> but the youngest is normally stereotyped as being the more rebellious one. Really? Yeah. I was the oldest. <laughs> no, the youngest. The oldest is supposed to be the most responsible. Mm, supposed yeah. to be. See, there's the, there's yeah, the typically, trick question. Right yeah, typically. Um, so anyways, uh, there was a story you told me something about a waterbed and your mom <laughs> Okay, yeah. Could you tell me that story again? Well, it was in my late teens. I think it was probably 18, 19, somewhere in there. Yeah. She had always uh, threatened to kick out each of the kids out of the house when they got 18. And uh, I think the old two oldest ones always took that threat for real. And they ended up leaving the house, I think, was a little too early. Yeah, not quite prepared. But you were the last one at home. I was, yeah, I was the last one. I was in no hurry to move anywhere. I had, uh, I think I just finished my high school and I was going to some local college here in town. And um, they were planning a trip to Missouri to visit my stepdad's uh, mother. And so I was uh, to take care of the house for a couple of weeks. And I thought, hmm, good they didn't opportunity. Didn't want to take you with them. No, no, I had my activities, and I went with him. I went with him in Missouri a couple of years earlier, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I so had, they had left a job you in the house alone. Yeah, I had yeah. I had my job and stuff. Yeah. I went to work. I worked and went to school. Anyway, um, so I saw it as a unique opportunity to upgrade my uh, bedroom, to to get rid of a, a bed that I had for many years as a child, and I it was just a little twin you know yeah and a friend of mine had a waterbed he was really tall six five and he had this really nice waterbed and uh and it was he, he liked it because it was longer than normal beds it was oh. like seven feet long waterbeds are wow. longer yeah they have customized sheets because they're longer and all that kind of stuff but yeah so anyway um so that's where you got the idea to get one uh, yeah i'm pretty sure that's where i got the idea yeah, yeah. And, um, I went, he showed me where he got his stuff and his beds and I went shopping and I think we used his truck to bring it to my house. Okay. And, um, and then I built it, you know, it comes in, you got nice heavy lumber frame and all this. Yeah. And I put it together in my bedroom and I packed up my old bed and I can't remember when I put that thing. <laughs> I think it's stuck in the basement or something. <clears throat> anyway, so. I had a nice queen-size waterbed in a very small bedroom. Wow. That's a serious yeah. upgrade. Yeah. And it wasn't just a cheap 
bag bed. It was a more expensive one. It had a it was a baffling system in it, so it didn't. The waves would go cross bed and back. It was like a test. The the less waves, the better the bed. So yeah. it was like so medium it was pretty grade. Stable. It, was, it was stable. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty heavy. But did you talk about this with your parents before deciding to buy one? Oh no, it's on the theory. You do first, and then ask permission later. Because you pretty much know what the answer is going to be if you ask ahead of time. Wait, be, you already no knew. No way. <laughs> you already oh, knew yeah. they didn't want to. I, I I knew my mom well enough that uh, if I was going to put a um, bed with uh, you know a lot of water in it, <laughs> right? <laughs> Hundreds of gallons. Right. So I knew when she got back from Missouri, it wasn't going to be very pretty. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be a little bit confrontational. Confrontational? I'm sure, yes, yes. Yeah. I just knew that. So, yeah, yeah I, I got it in, got it all set up. And two weeks later, uh, she came home. And I don't think I told her I had it in my room. Right. I think she, she found it on her own. Okay. <laughs> and she came to me, what is that in their bedroom? <laughs> I said, well, Mom, it's in my, my water bed. Yeah. She says, oh, water bed? Do you know how dangerous those are? Do you know how you're, you're gonna flood and ruin this whole house? And oh yeah, she uh, let me have it. Um, she told me, demanded me to get that thing out of that household immediately. And I told her, I said, Mom, it took me a lot of work to get that in there. I really enjoy it. If you wish to be moved out of the house, then you pack it up and move it out of the house. You <laughs> so figure diplomatic. it out. <laughs> Diplomatically, that's what I said. And and I said, and at, at that time, I will find a new place to live, too, if I need to. So what so did she do? I, she just, you know, rumbled and tumbled and angered and, you know. Yeah. What <laughs> about your, my life what about your stepdad? Did he take her side? He kind of shook his head and kept himself. Yeah. <laughs> Wise man. He's like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. But he just told me, he says, you better not let that thing get a leak in it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No playing with the knives on the waterbed. No. <laughs> and um, I think I actually did get a hole in it once, yeah. a little hole. But because it has a liner in it and the water would catch on that liner. Okay. And the liner would... Uh, is it wrapped your sheets down behind the mattress so the water would come up with the sheets so you'd find oh, the hole pretty okay. quick. Yeah. Yeah. And I found it, it was just a it, like my maybe a grain of sand or something, just like a pinprick. Yeah, and yeah. They had they had patches that you could just put on really simple and easy. Right. So patched it up fine. Yeah, it worked great. So how old were you when you finally did move out? If you didn't I move at was, eighteen. I think it was twenty two. Yeah. I was 22. And, so, four um, years after she told you to leave. Again, <laughs> I, I moved out when they were in Missouri again. Oh. <laughs> she should have stopped going to Missouri. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I, okay. I knew when I leave, she would be cause me lots of trouble leaving. <laughs> okay. So, I had, I had a friend at church who uh, is really interesting how God uh, plays stories out in your life um he yeah. was older than me by about three years and he knew me pretty well at church and um he knew i was still living at home mom and dad and he told me that a friend of his had helped him leave his folks house by having an apartment and needed a roommate and then that was his jump start to living on his own 
So his roommate had just moved out, and so he had an extra spare bedroom and asked if I would like to um, move into that um, as a stepping stone of moving out of my folks' house. And, uh, of course, he had house rules, but he had everything furnished. He had right. all I needed to take was my bedroom. Okay. You know, very simple. He had this nice apartment. He kept really clean. Not a lot of startup. Um, no. And, um, of course, he had all uh, the kitchen facility. Everything was there. So it was really easy for me. So when my parents went on their trip again, I disassembled my waterbed, took everything out, and packed up and left. When they come back, well, there we go. Where are you? <laughs> Where'd you go? <laughs> wow. No warning. <laughs> no warning, nothing, no. Nope. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you were a great son. I <laughs> uh, sure was. I really tried to pre- uh, <laughs> avoid confrontation. <laughs> yeah, conflict avoidant. Just like me. (laughs) Then I told her, I said, well, I thought you'd be happy with it. Well, then she was kind of sad because I was the last one at home. Right. And my stepdad was still driving for uh, Graham bus lines at the time. So sometimes he'd be gone for uh, a week to 10 days at a time. Wow. And so she's by herself. Yeah. Okay. Was she still working? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. She was actually working... For the local Greyhound bus line um, office here. Yeah. The deep, the depot. In which case, I do believe I was, that might have been the job I had at this time when all this happened. So it's quite the office story, too. Everybody got to hear. <laughs> so, like, re- reflecting back on it, do you think that was the right way to move out are you are you happy you did it that way or would you have done it differently i would not have changed a thing no <laughs> no <laughs> it was by far the easiest and simplest method yeah <laughs> like ripping a band-aid off of the scab real quick <laughs> did you ever move back no. in with your parents no i'm Never. the only one that did not move back wow yeah since you because were 22 well, not that is because um, I had the opportunity to move on to a stable place. Yeah. I was more prepared because I had a job. I yeah. was able to afford the things that I needed and pay my bills. Yeah. So when, um, when you were living with your parents, did they make you pay anything? No, I didn't yeah. pay anything. No. Okay. So it's that's a unique feeling too when you are uh, living with your you know kids don't understand this. You live with your parents and you have a job. Boy, that's a, you don't have to be, you don't have a lot of money to feel rich because you got no responsibilities. Right. I mean, you, that, that time I bought like a motorbike and, you know, I had money, car paid off. And boy, you know, I was really living the high life at that time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? That was good times. Yeah. Right. But, so, what was it like moving out on your own? Was it what you expected it to be? Well, for me, it was like, Staying at someone's house, moving into someone else's house. Uh huh. And, but yeah, here's all my bedroom stuff. My extra room was actually better than the room I had at my folks. Nice. But it was all my stuff, you know. And, uh. and, uh, yeah, my roommate didn't have any problem with my waterbed. Nothing <laughs> like that. <laughs> he kind of rolled his eyes at me, but, um, yeah. You know. What kind of a roommate was he? Um, a very uh, kind gentleman. He was. Yeah. He was one of my. He was one of my best friends. Uh, I say, not just a friend. He was a mentor. He was a okay. mentor, because he was a strong Christian man. He went to my church. Um, just a really quiet, 
uh, hardworking soul. He worked with in construction. And uh, how did he you mentor know, you? Oh, just his lifestyle, hmm. his clean living and honesty, and you know, taught me how to manage my money, pay bills on time. You know, um, his house wow. rules made a lot of sense. You know, okay. And um, like like what? He wasn't a he wasn't like a twenty five year old partier. Yeah. He was like he was like a real mature person. So what kind you know? of house rules did he have? Oh well, like. If you want a mess, you keep it in your bedroom. <laughs> hmm. uh, keep all your personal stuff in the bedroom. The the living room is set up for guests and and uh, clean all the time. And wow. and you you use the dishes, you wash your dishes and put them away. You, you know, yeah, just real basic um, clean stuff. You know. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so it made moving out really easy. And then after about a year, two years, I guess somewhere in that time, I'd say about a year. Not that long. He moved out. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to ask that. Like, how long you lived yeah, with him? For about a year, year and a half, somewhere in there. Okay. And then, That's not then very he, long. No, it wasn't that long. Then he had an opportunity to move someplace else to do something, moving on with his career. And um, so then I was one have, looking at having a double paid bill, but uh, I wasn't you mean too like worried about paying it. Paying for the whole apartment yourself. Yeah, right. Yeah. And um, so. I uh, had met another gentleman who who had an apartment by himself, and um, I told him that showed him my house. It was you know cleaner and everything, so he decided to move in with me because oh. uh, it was less expensive than what he was by himself. Yeah, in a single apartment. So we room moved uh, had that apartment for <clears throat> well, I'd say a year or so, but then we found another apartment together. That was even cheaper and had a swimming nice. pool. Oh, yeah. wow. And wasn't very far from where we were at also. So then we moved yeah. to that apartment. We were there for quite a while. And that's when I ended up um, leaving from there to um, being married with my first wife. Right. Yeah. And that's when you moved to Spokane, right? No, no. I oh, moved to Spokane. It was like 18 months after I was married. Oh, okay. I lived in Wenatchee, yeah. Yeah, all right. So you had two roommates before you got married. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And funny thing is, both of the names were Bob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I remember you talking a lot about the Bobs. Yeah, I had at one time three friend, close friends. They're all named Bob. Yeah. They, none of them knew each other, really. It's but almost I like you watch out for them when, when you meet... Yeah. As someone named Bob, you're like, oh, you must be a good friend. <laughs> well, a funny little side note. We <laughs> had keep you a, around. We had a, um, a New Year's Eve party. We were all at uh, Red Lion together. It was Perry and the three Bobs. Nice. <laughs> they all, we all met at the same place. And I thought, oh, wow, this is really interesting. Wow. <laughs> That's like where you, they all three kind you of guys met. Uh, you guys could have started your own band, Perry and the Bobs. Yeah, or... Or comedy show. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's always the dream. <laughs> One day. <laughs> One day, yeah. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. So, that was so, my story about my waterbed. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think you got a waterbed later with mom, didn't you? I think um, I remember a waterbed in the house. Your mother had gotten a, a home out of Malaga. And 
we were dating and she was hoping to uh, that I'm not sure if we had got engaged or yet or not, but she knew I liked waterbed. So she got this deluxe um, captain's deck waterbed. What? <laughs> well, it's one that sits high enough where you got drawers underneath it. And it's yeah. got a big, big headboard and everything. Uh-huh. Yep. I still have that that basic frame. Right. But we've gone through a few different types of beds on it. <laughs> yeah, different mattresses. <laughs> yeah. Right. So. Wow. But anyway. It's lasted a long time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Over 30 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. I told us time for an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you have to get it out of the house first. That thing's huge. <laughs> oh, it comes out parts and pieces. <laughs> okay. So, any more questions? Do you have any secrets of what it takes to be a good roommate or to live well with someone? Like from the two bobs? <laughs> well, you know, that's something else. That's, yeah, that's, that's another, that's one of those hidden sub lines you learn is that yeah. if you want to have a good roommate, you have to be a good roommate. And yeah. one of the best things is you really need to learn to be um, uh, unconditionally compassionate. Hmm. Mean, don't get all riled up over small things. Because two people are going to rub each other wrong at some point in time or problems come up. And when it does, you be slow to anger. Recognize the fact that you might be the cause of it. And if that's a problem, you know, um, be honest enough to correct it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Do you remember ever having fights with your roommates? Not so much. No. Yeah. No. Well, that's something else. When you have just a general roommate, a lot of times you're not that closely involved with them. They got their work, their right. their world. I mean, Bob, the second Bob and I did hang out quite a bit together. I was kind of like his best and only friend. And wow. um, yeah, so it was kind of sad when when uh. He lost me to Judy because <laughs> I was hoping he'd get another roommate or something like that, but he never did. He's still a bachelor. Is that the one that became the like a forest ranger? No, 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 no. Oh, no. But his name's Bob too. That's the one that your mom and I were going to see this this summer. Right, right now, actually, we were supposed to really? be right now. We were supposed to be in uh, California. And he's a oh. he's a super supervisor in the Yosemite National Park. Yeah. And he wants to give us a tour of some special places in the park. He's been wanting us to do that for years. Yeah. And yeah. COVID COVID has ruined that moment right now. Right. So you'll get there though. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we might have to make a, a fall plan. trip to the spring. I don't know. Yeah. Well, where are the two other bobs now? Okay. The bob that I was roommate with it was um, the first one? The no, the second one. The he second one. he's living with his folks in Ephrata. He has bad oh, okay. health, really bad health. Oh. The other Bob, that my first uh, Bob Spolster was his name, the first one, and uh, he is still in contracting. Um, he works for big firms, and uh, he's a, like a foreman type thing. He got married late in life. Well. I wouldn't say like he was about 35 or so when he found his finally found the bride he was looking for a real special gal from Quincy and they have like mm-hmm. five kids. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, things are going good for him. 
Is he still in Quincy? No, no. Oh, sorry. No, he, no, he lives in the north in Wenatchee. Oh, okay. That's not far. No. Well, thanks for telling me these stories today. I just want to say for anyone listening that you could think about people in your life that you uh, want to get to know better or look up to or maybe as a mentor to you and try asking them some of these questions, you know, maybe when was the first time you moved out of your parents' house and what was it like? <laughs> or who was your first roommate? You know, <laughs> yep. just some ideas. Write the memories um, so, down before you lose them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and take advantage of the opportunity because you never know how much time you'll have with somebody, you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So thanks for listening today. Thanks, Dad, for talking with me. <laughs> I'm looking forward You're to the next welcome. one. Oh, um, yes. Looking forward to it. <laughs> cool.